Sunday Golds and Instant React. Aria Masudi and Brett Nevitt joining you here from Swayze Field in Oxford, Mississippi. And uh, folks, we're, we're doing this one uh, at the ballpark where Ole Miss and Southeast Missouri State are currently in the bottom of the first. It is packed. Uh, a beautiful stadium here at Swayze Field. And uh, we're looking all the way around, Brett. Uh, first, before we break down Florida State winning 5-2, to two, a big win over Southern Miss. Just what an incredible atmosphere and, and venue for college baseball. Yeah, this venue is nuts, and, I mean, it's everything about college baseball and postseason baseball, and it's been awesome to be here so far. And we're going to get this atmosphere tomorrow night possibly and at some point against Ole Miss probably. Um, so looking forward to that for sure. There was a base hit just now up the middle uh, for Chatonier. So uh, that's what you're hearing. There is cheering going on, uh, a big rebel crowd here in uh, Oxford. So, Brett, Florida State, 5-2. to two. They win a critical game one against a very good Southern Miss team. Uh, I think we'll should, we should start macro uh, with this instant react and then get more micro in terms of uh, the nitty-gritty of it. But, wow, uh, the Knolls showed a lot of resiliency. That They found the runs they needed to there in the middle innings, and they come away, like I said, a, a very good Southern Miss team that could have been a host. The Knolls come away with win one. Yeah, I just thought it big picture it showed how Florida State can win and move on. And, um, you know, all year we've been saying that that's kind of the formula. It's, it's beginning, it's homers, it's it's good pitching, and you know Florida State's going to be in every game, and even if they're struggling for a while, they're they're still right there, and they're still going to have a chance. And I mean, basically felt like you weren't really in it for a while, and all of a sudden you're in the lead. So that's what this FSU team is, and um, you know it, it's it's a real formula if they play that way, the way they did for the last eight innings for 27 outs. I think that they've got a real chance to make a run here. No doubt about it. Uh, we got to start with Parker Messick, who was incredible on the mound for FSU. It wasn't going to be the stat line that's just complete dominance against a, a good Southern Miss team, but he battled. He walked nobody. He gave up no earned runs, struck out five. And I think the theme today was he really buckled down when he had to do so for FSU. Numerous times, I think Southern Miss had runners in scoring position, and you count on the ACC Pitcher of the Year to do what he's done all year, and that's find the pitches. Even Southern Miss's players were crediting him to how he did with guys on base. Yeah, and I mean, you know, we've said Parker's built for the big moment, and I think he showed that today. And, um, you know, it felt like the guys were a bit amped up early. I mean, you get errors from your two best defensive players, basically, in Jackson Green and Logan Lacey. But, I mean, you're able to limit the damage despite some blue pits as well. I mean, there wasn't much hard contact against him. Um, you know, for the first couple innings, he wasn't getting swing and misses, but he wasn't giving up hard contact for the most part. And, um, you know, as those swing and misses started to come and, you know, gets three straight strikeouts in a big situation, all looking and, you know, it just seemed that Southern Miss's hitters were confused. They were able to battle a lot and, you know, extend Parker's pitch hitch count a bit. But in the long run, they had, they had a um, tough time barreling him up, and that, that's, a, that's really all that matters. And, I mean, it's just it's, it's a bulldog doing bulldog things, really. Yeah, I think Parker's uh, final line was six innings, seven hits, two runs, none earned, no walks, five strikeouts on 103 pitches. And of those seven hits, I think maybe three or four of them were blue pits that really were luck uh, for Southern Miss. So Parker Messick was your ace. He was the ACC Pitcher of the Year in this one. Um, before we break down uh, what happened specifically, let's talk about the bats. Uh, just seven base hits. They, they look to be shut down for a large portion of the game by Hunter Stanley, who is a, a fantastic pitcher uh, in the Conference USA for Southern Miss. Uh, there's a strikeout for Southeast Missouri, and their fans are letting uh, Dodd know how much they appreciate him. But um, for, for this, these bats, it, we thought that, you know, you would have to hit a couple of home runs in this park. In BP, the ball was 
really taking off. It was really traveling in the air. And it took, I mean, it took a few innings, right, until the sixth inning. But you knew FSU would hang in there, and they get the two-run homer from Lacey to tie it, and then the solo bomb from uh, Elijah Cabell to take the first lead of the game. Yeah, and I mean, the first time through the order, it wasn't pretty, but it felt like the at-bats were getting better and better, and it just kind of felt like, um, you know, it was just a, it was a matter of time and when something was going to drop for them. And, you know, they get the miscue in right field from Southern Miss, and, uh, you know, they take advantage of it right away, which is what you got to do. And, uh, you know, you're looking for a productive out there, and if you put a good swing on a ball, I mean, that's what happens, and that's what Logan Lacey did, and that's what Logan Lacey's done all the last few weeks. I mean... That was the fifth, the fifth, I think the fifth homer in the last 11 games for Lacey and fifth multi-RBI game. He's just, I mean, that's the glue guy and Matthew Nelson's Matthew Nelson's. Elijah's power is ridiculous. And I mean, you one hand a homer out of here on a, on a breaking ball. Um, it's just ridiculous what, the, what he does with his bat. And I thought Jackson Green was really good today. Um, you know, I thought Nico Baldor had a really crucial walk that helped him out a ton. And um, overall, I thought it was you know only seven hits, but that's what this lineup is. It's power and putting together quality at bats, make pitchers work, and you're going to wear them down at some point. And folks, we're going to battle for you the way Parker Messick did uh, on the mound. So just bear with us as we do this instant react uh, live at the park. Um, we, you mentioned Nelly's home run, big insurance home run there uh, in the in the top of the eighth inning. Um, but let's be a little bit more specific now about how this game went because early on it couldn't have started any worse for Messick and Florida State. You had Jackson Green, arguably your most reliable defender, um, make an error on the first batter of the game. Logan Lacey has an error in the same inning. And Parker does what he's supposed to do and is able to battle to keep that at two runs. But early on, Southern Miss, it looked like it was going to be one of those days for FSU. Yeah, and I mean, there was a deep fly ball that you and I both said, oh boy. And it just felt like it was about to be 5-0, but stays in the yard. Next here, you get a double play to minimize completely and that inning. Um, you know, it would have been a double play, the ball to Lacey, too. It was just, I mean, and the hits, like you said, a lot of them were bloopers. I mean, you had two in that inning that were bloopers. You had one that was, you know, a vacated area on a hit and run. Um, just, yeah, I mean, that first inning, I mean, I tweeted, it can't be any worse than this right now. But from that point on, I felt like Florida State played as clean as they have in a while and played one of the more complete games they had in a, in a long time. Yeah, you know, Meet, I thought, really credited Parker, as did uh, Coach Barry uh, from, from U.S. I and mean, Charlie Fisher of, of the uh, Eagles. He really said, you know, Parker, when guys got on base, they just, uh, he, he really was mixing his pitches even better when guys got on base. And that happened, I think, in the third inning when they got first and second and, and nobody out and Parker <laughs> strikes out the side to get you out of that one. How big was that moment? Yeah, and that's a big credit to Jimmy Bellinger as well in that, you know, that AA 3-4K and any pitch, anytime, anywhere, three pitches for strikes. And, um, you know, like I said, I just felt like they were confused the whole game. Just they didn't really know exactly what pitch was coming at any time. You know, Parker has the ability to throw any pitch in any moment, in any count. And, you know, you see it when he gets behind, he's able to throw off-speed pitches. When he's up, he can, you know, elevate the fastball. He can go down in the zone with the changeup. Um, you know, a couple backdoor curveballs that struck kind of right-handed hitters that were really good. I think that was two of those in, in that third inning. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just complete confusion at the plate against Parker Messick when he's on, and that's what you saw in that third inning. I mean, you saw many times you're going to get three straight strike counts looking. I mean, three straight strike counts, period, but also all looking. Um, yeah, that's just a credit to Parker Messick and you know, the, the funkiness he brings to the mound a bit and the competitiveness and all the different pitches he, all the different looks he can give at hitters. And we expected a, a pitcher's duel between Stanley and Messick, and that's what we got really after that first inning. 
uh, all the way up until the sixth. FSU really didn't have too many chances against Hunter Stanley leading up to the sixth, but uh, there was that one inning, I think, where, where, where Robbie Martin did a job of getting a double, and, and we ended up stranding him there. Um, but uh, you, you kind of felt like FSU was, was making Hunter Stanley work, and that's what Coach uh, Scott Berry said for Southern Miss. He said he was at over 100 pitches in the sixth, sixth inning, and that's not usually where he's at. He's more efficient. He said, I thought Florida State did a really good job of making him have to work and fouling off a ton of pitches, and that's what you said, right? I mean, you said FSU, it, it was coming. If, if Parker could keep it at two runs, you had that feeling that the big inning was, was coming, and the sixth inning happened because that's who FSU has been all year. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he had 39 pitches through three, I think, and over the next three innings you made him throw or 70 or so pitches, I think, or 60 or so pitches, and, um, yeah, I mean, like I said, Nico Baldor had a long at bat. I think he had 11-pitch walk. Um, you know, anything, nothing really results from that, but, you know, the result you get from that is, you know, you wear down a pitcher a bit and you make him kind of think, you can make him try to be a little more cute and work around the zone a bit. And, um, you know, I thought there were a lot of balls hit hard right to people. There were a couple balls hit deep that I thought might have been going out. Dylan Simmons had a really nice swing on a ball deep fly on in center. Jackson Green had a line out and a deep fly to center. Um, you know, over up and down the lineup, I thought it was a a good approach, a good day at the plate against a really good starter. I mean, Stanley's as good as it gets for a Friday guy, and, you know, to only strike out six times against him, I think he was averaging 12 or 11 Ks per nine. Uh, that, that's really well done. I mean, only seven for the game, and, you know, they also brought in their Sunday starter, Etheridge, and he's also got over nine Ks per, per nine, and, I mean, it was just a good day of putting the ball on plate and, you know, letting good things happen and letting, letting the ball carry on here and using your power, which Florida State, I mean, that's their biggest tool on both sides of the ball, I think. Yeah, so a big error there by, by the right fielder uh, for Southern Miss, and FSU took full advantage. I mean, you, you got to give the Noles credit. Uh, you have said this. You've been on the Logan Lacey glue guy train. Uh, I think you started the train, uh, so to speak. And what a pitch. I mean, come on, 0-2 pitch, and he just absolutely scorches one over the left field wall. You could feel the momentum completely shift as he did that. Yeah, I mean, that ball was crushed, and that's what Logan loves, and you know, that is sometimes what meat gets – a little anxious about him is just, you know, Logan likes that high pitch, that high fastball, but, you know, when he connects on it, I mean, he's got a lot of power for a guy his size, and, you know, they say he's a freak in the weight room, and you saw it there. I mean, that ball almost went in the parking lot way out there. I mean, it was it was all the way up by the tents that are way back against the fence back here over the bullpen. Um, yeah, I didn't even watch it. I just saw the replay where it landed. As soon as he hit it, I just looked down started typing. I mean, that thing was gone off the bat. Um you know, Logan's just, he's Mr. Reliable right now in clutch situations. And, you know, he's given you everything you could ask for in that two spot in front of Nelly. Yeah, and then, of course, Elijah, the big home run, uh, take the lead. Uh, you know, I think that was also a two-strike count. Was that one oh two 2 as well? I believe it was. Knowles take the lead 3-2. to two. Uh, Could have had maybe more in that inning. And <laughs> Robbie Martin, kind of unlucky, roped one right at the first baseman. If that finds the line, Matt Nelson scores from second. Instead, it's a double play. Um, but Florida State up 3-2. to two. Uh, and then, uh, you know, the big home run from Matt Nelson to kind of give you that insurance that you really needed after a Logan Lacey uh, double. So uh, this FSU team, it just feels like they all really uh, feed off each other in that lineup. When one guy hits, uh, the rest of them seem to follow. Uh, how important is that going to be moving into the rest of this weekend if you want to win this regional? Yeah, I mean, hitting is contagious. I mean, that's always what people say. And, you know, I think this one through five in your lineup, you feel really good. And Meat said that after the game. He said... You know, when we get when we get two through five coming up, we feel we feel good about what's going to happen, and we feel like we're going to do some damage. And um, you know, I mean, all these guys. I mean, I think Robbie's swinging the bat really well now. I mean, he had good swings at ACC tournament. 
he absolutely laced a, a, a double into the gap here in fourth inning, I believe. Uh, you know, the line-out double play, he ripped that too. Just a lot of good swings from him right now, and I think he's really going to start breaking out here soon. Um, you know, Elijah just always possesses that power. I mean, he's fooled on that breaking ball and basically hits it with one hand and it goes out of the park. I mean, like I said, he's just it's just, just ridiculous sometimes, and you kind of just shake your head. I mean, we watched him hit BP earlier today, and we've watched him hit BP a lot this season and before the season, but... I mean, every time it's just you just shake your head at what that what that kid can do and the power he possesses. Um, it's just light tower power. But I mean, if you have that one through five going like you expect, and you get the good at bats from Jackson Green, you get good at bats from Dylan Simmons, you get um, quality long at bats from Nico Baldor. You you just feel comfortable where you're at where you're at with this with this pitching staff that you just feel like has a lot of options, and they showed that today. And I thought Meat did a good job of managing that as well. Let's talk about the bullpen a little bit too. Purdue, Scalaro, Anderson all come in, um, and they all did their jobs. Purdue comes in for the, I think he walked one and he struck out one. Uh, on the batter that he struck out, he touched 98, and I was walking around the ballpark and some Southern Miss fans said, uh, we haven't seen anything like that all year in our conference. So um, Hunter does his job. Uh, Jonah, second straight appearance where he's come in and absolutely shut the door down, um, had some big strikeouts. Um, he had one big one in the ACC tournament. And then uh, a really big one today um, against uh, Christopher Sargent with three nasty breaking balls. But then you get Jonah, you get Hunter, Jonah, and Jack who come in and shut the door down. That's who FSU has been all season long. Yeah, and it was good to see. I mean, there was a real true plan going into today, I thought. And, you know, I think the bullpen roles are defined now. Jack's that closer. Um, you know, Jonah's the guy they're going to use in matchup spots against lefties. And I think Clayton will be a multi-inning guy out of the pen, not just against lefties. Um, I mean, I thought Jonah threw the ball really well. His curveball was really on. They couldn't pick up his curveball. I mean, he struck down a guy on three straight curveballs, swung over all of them to strand two runners, does his job in the eighth inning to get the first two lefties out. Then you bring Jack in, and, um, you know, he looks sharp, I thought, coming off of that longer outing against Miami where he struggled a bit, was pounding the zone, was efficient, um, good to see. And, you know, I thought overall this bullpen showed you just in this in these three short innings that they can do a ton of different things and get a lot of hitters out yeah and Jonah specifically I know, uh, we were excited for him uh, especially because you know we, we both thought that they were going to count on him in some big big moments because of his experience um, and he's starting to come through um, in in those areas uh, ACC tournament again today and, and he's going to be relied upon if Florida State plays Ole Miss or Southeast Missouri or if you see even Southern Miss again at some point this weekend um, you're going to need your experienced veterans to kind of be stone, right? And, and they're going to have to be rock solid um, when their name is called upon. But um, a big win for FSU, 5-2. to two. Um, Going into tomorrow, the Knowles will play at 6 o'clock Eastern, 5 o'clock local time. We're in central time here in Oxford. Um, what do the Knowles still have available in the pen? H how do you continue to kind of position yourself this weekend on the mound? Yeah, I think everybody that threw today will be available Maybe not Jack for multiple innings, but I think he'll still be available. I mean, 24 pitches. Um, you know, Meat didn't say whether he's going to go with Hubbard or Connor. Um, I think. I mean, I don't think you can go wrong there. I just think that they may save Grady for some, you know, that, of those elimination games. And, you know, Bryce has been there too all year. He had one bad outing. Um, I don't think you turn away from him completely because of that. And, you know, when Bryce is on, I mean, we talked about this earlier a bit um, off, off there, but just when Bryce is on, I mean, he can dominate any lineup. So... Um, you know, if you've got Ole Miss and, you know, that lineup, I think you take your chances with Bryce. Hope he's on. And if he's not, I mean, you've got a really fresh bullpen still, even though you used three guys today. 
So big win for FSU, 5-2. Knowles get five runs, seven hits, and uh, the Knowles do commit two errors, but both of those were in the first inning, and then they played pretty well defensively, I thought, the rest of the game. Southern Miss, two runs, nine hits, uh, an error. And so now Southern Miss in the loser's bracket. Your Seminoles are in the winner's bracket where they will take on Ole Miss or Southeast Missouri State, who is currently... Uh, they're playing right now in the bottom of the second inning here. It's nothing, nothing. So keep an eye on it if you're listening tonight or check the score in the morning if you're if you're uh, listening to uh, this instant react uh, tomorrow. Uh, wow, what a play, by the way, Brett, from uh, the second baseman for Southeast Missouri. Just went up and climbed the escalator to grab that one. Uh, anything else you want to add, though, before we sign this thing off? A uh, big win for FSU. No, I just, I mean, like I said, most complete game. Um, last eight innings there. If FSU can keep doing that, I think you feel pretty good about what you can do. Staying ahead of the chains. Knowles are 1-0 in this regional. We'll do another instant react, hopefully um, tomorrow night, and hopefully in a good mood when the Knowles hopefully are in the uh, championship game of the Oxford Regional, if they can win one more. All right, we'll talk to you soon. Ari Masudi and Brett Nevitt. Please give us five stars on iTunes.